ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to episode 52 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast, presented by Loyalty Liquors, hosted by Aaron Taylor and Ben Schanenberger. Welcome. 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 <laughs> I really wanted um, the Jock Jams theme music to play. I mean, I can, the red I, can, I can put it in behind you. <laughs> I mean, um, fuck it. We might as well get C and D'd one of these episodes. We haven't gotten cease, cease and desist. Although we only used, uh, yeah, for play Gloria. Play Gloria at the end of uh, one back in June. But other than that, we haven't we haven't done anything music wise. I can put that in for sure. I'll lay that in in the background. For um, you. you know what I'm talking about? Was it like the Chicago Bulls entry music? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. What you're about. yeah. Um. Yeah, I know exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. I'm honestly surprised you didn't fuck that up. Welcome. I thought for sure you were to the main event. Let's get ready to podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There's some great fucking songs on uh, on Jack Jams. Now that I'm looking. Oh, pump it up! Did you know that Jack Jams was made by ESPN? I mean, doesn't surprise me. It's a Disney a Disney production. Interesting. I didn't know that. Anyways. Um, how was your week, pal? Uh, good. Good, man. You know, pretty uh pretty low-key week, I guess. Um, was up in town last night, saw some of the boys, which is great. <clears throat> uh my alcohol tolerance now that I really haven't been drinking that much this year is like shit nowadays. That's good. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean it's feels awesome. My my skin is clear, like everything is way better. I mean, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. I'd love to sit at home and crack open a couple brewskis tonight, but uh, you know, those are empty calories that we don't need right now. And uh, you know, we're we're on a strict program. Everybody knows summer bodies are made in the winter, so you know, working on that. Uh, but yeah, week was fine, normal week. Didn't uh, didn't have any crazy broken. Uh, broken uh, bottles in my apartment this week um you know just a lot of reflecting on the past year as as uh, you know we've now are celebrating our one year anniversary of doing this yeah crazy i was actually telling um one of my buddies the other day i'm like yeah dude uh episode 52 of the sunday conversations coming up this week i'm like 52 weeks haven't missed a week he's like no shit but um, yeah, dude. So I have a couple random little stories that are kind of funny. Hold on, once before before you jump into that, I got one thing real quick. Uh, just on the topic of fifty two weeks. So last night, uh, it, there's a there's a girl who works across the street from me um, at the hair at the hair salon. There's a hair salon across the street she works at, and so she texted me yesterday and was like, uh, "Can I ask you a question?" And I'm like, sure, go ahead. 
seven hours go by. She didn't fucking ask the question. I said, what is, is this the most complicated question, you know, since mankind has been around? Like, what is it taking so long? So she calls me and she's like, <clears throat> I can't, uh, I can't text this question. I don't know why you can text it, but she said, uh, you know, do you have an Instagram page for your bartending? And I kind of laughed at her. I'm like, no, I don't have an Instagram page for my bartending. I said, I have two Instagram pages. I said, I have my personal one and I have one for my podcast. And she's like, oh, you do a podcast? So I didn't know that. And I'm like, well, I don't like, you know, it's not the first thing I tell people when I meet them. I'm like, hey, my name's Aaron. I have a podcast it's called Sunday Conversation you know, subscribe rate review. Oh, we're on Spotify, iTunes. (laughs) And And so she's like, uh, she's like, what's it about? And so I give us like synopsis. She's like, so did you guys just start it? I'm like, no, man, we're fucking doing episode 52 tomorrow. I've been doing it for a whole year. So I don't know why that was relevant, but just me telling uh, one person that we have done 52 episodes and I only have 448 more to get my Rolex. Anyways, let's hear, let's hear some of these random stories. Um, I mean, nothing, it's nothing like crazy, crazy, but, uh, I went, uh, so I went up to Vermont on Thursday, right? Let's see. What's today? Today's Saturday. Saturday. Yesterday's Friday. So yeah, I went up on Thursday and, uh, I went skiing and then, uh, I stayed, I stayed, uh, on Thursday evening when I was done, I, I was like, took a tour to castleton so okay nice that's that's my my old stomping grounds uh that's where i went to college and um it was pretty it was pretty fun because like you know i was driving driving like through rutland and everything and it's it's been uh seven years 2013 i graduated so um is that right seven coming on eight years now wow um so I was just like wheeling through and I was, I was like pretty happy with, you know, I was like looking around. Cause like, I, I always like, kind of like, I don't want to say like judged Rutland, but like. You mean Rattland? Rattland. Yeah. You know, I always like, <laughs> I judged Vegas a little bit, but it was, it was, it, you know, it looked good. Everything was like bustling, but uh, I went and stopped. And uh, so one of my favorite professors in school um, Tom Spangenberg, he was my marketing uh, professor. He was just an absolute G dude. Worked in New York City in like the 70s and 80s. He went to Dartmouth. He's just an absolute legend, like golfs and skis every day. So when I was in college, him and his wife, he lives on this sick pond in in Vermont. It's like so sick, off grid. So me and me and my boy, Seth, goalie on my team we'd always go over to his place and like fish and just chill and uh you know his like wife would would make us like food sometimes and we you know whatever hang out with with uh professor spangenberg and and just chill but uh so i went and i tried to go stop and see my old uh hockey coach he was like an assistant that helped out with us all the time he's got a lake house up there too and uh no life there so i was like well shit i'm kind of like near spangy so were you, you were just stopping by these places you weren't like giving anybody heads up well dude they, nobody has they, like they don't have phones like i've tried to no. call and you know what Classic. i mean so it's yeah. like um i mean they do but obviously it's you know they're like you know older guys you know it's like they're <laughs> i don't want to you know it's like just it is what it is like mm. and uh 
so I rolled over to uh to my to my whole professor's house and he was there and uh so anyway we hung out for like two and a half hours maybe not that long like two hours shooting the shit and uh you know he's he's just a, a legend but anyway so he he basically he skis a couple times a week so i uh we're, we're gonna set something up and, and go ski but it was it was just kind of uh it was cool i like kind of the whole the point of that was like you know i feel like obviously you know, you lose touch with these people who like, you know, made an impact on your life. And then it's like, next thing you know, you know, it's like, you you'd never really see them again. So mm. I like, you know, it was, it was pretty fun to like, to whatever, go hang out. But, um, so that was that. So I got, in, I, I saw, um, my professor and, and whatever. It was like, it was, it was cool. But so then, um, that night I went and stayed with, with my buddy. And, uh, so we're hanging out and we're, we're going skiing the next day. We went to Pico and, uh, so on Friday morning, yesterday morning, I wake up, you know, it's kind of early and I was like getting my ski shit together. And I, I went outside and I'm like packing this, you know, or packing my truck up and, and whatever. And this kid comes, comes outside and uh of like the next like apartment over and uh so he's got this beautiful dog it's like uh it looks it looks just like it looked kind of like taylor's dog i was like oh is that a uh is that a, a red bone coonhound he's like yeah actually and uh he, he's also part rhodesian ridgeback mm. so cool ass looking dog and uh i'm like dude so in my mind i'm like this kid looks so familiar, so familiar, like mind boggling. So whatever he's, I talked to him probably for like, you know, whatever, two minutes, you know, he's bringing the dog out. And so I went back in the house to, uh, you know, whatever, get, get my next load of stuff. And I'm like, dude, if I, if I, I have to go out there and be, and just say something, you know, it was like one of those things like, you know, you don't want to, it's like 7am he's walking his dog. And I just, it was like, I don't want to be like, yo, like, are you this person? Because, yeah, right. you know, it's like just, you know. Because well, then know. a whole conversation is going to ensue and, you know, who knows, 7 a.m. Maybe the kid wants to just right, right. and have a coffee. So, so I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, I think this is my buddy Pete Davenport from, from Castleton. And uh, so he had like a hoodie on and a hat. And he was like, kind of like whatever bundled up, but I like, you know, I saw his face and yada, yada. So go back in the house and I knew he was, he's walking his dogs. So he's, you know, he's going to be out there for another minute. So I get my shit. I go back outside and he's going, he's going into his apartment. And I was just like, fuck it. I go, I go, yo, did you go to Castleton? And he turns around and he goes, Ben, I'm like, dude, I'm like, Pete. And, and whatever. So it was just this like hilarious, like, what are the fucking odds, you know, like middle of Vermont, like, so Pete Davenport was our video. He was like, a, he's like a, you know, a tech wizard type guy. He used to be our video guy for Castleton. So like he would, that was like his, I don't know if it was like a work study or like whatever, but so he, 
was at all of our games, rode the bus with us. He was a part of our team, you know, did, did the video and then did all like the help do like the editing. Cause like, you know, break it down and give it to coach. My coach was like psychotic with film and stuff. So yeah, dude, my boy, Pete Davenport that I've been in touch with like forever, but just like, you know how it goes. Like it's probably been five years, you know, since I yeah. saw him. So you know, dude, a lot of, a lot of shits happened and, and, uh, all that, but it was just one of those, like, dude, smallest world ever, man, like bizarre. So I know it, it's, well, never- Ben, your world is always small. I, I, I can't even tell you how many random places I've been with you and you run into somebody, you know, like your, your world is tiny. Right. So and long story short, so he ends up, I'm like, yo, dude, we're going to Pico today. I'm like, come skiing with us. So he's like, shit, dude. He's like, I'm down. So he ended up going skiing with us and we hung out with him all day and yeah. fucking, you know, re- rekindled the, uh, the old friendship. You know, it's always good to have. have that's, the, that's the way your life goes, man. Skiing buddies. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. So what up, Petey? Good seeing, good seeing you, bro. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> nice job, Ben. That's uh, that is. Um, yeah, I mean, the the funny thing about that story is like, it, it's the least surprising thing of all time to me. It's it's always, oh yeah, it turns out my buddy such and such is here, and it's like, all right, we're in you know we're in Kansas right now, Ben. Of course he's like you know. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised one bit. Um, shout out, Pete. Um, <laughs> oh man but uh yeah dude so um besides that it was a uh it was one of those days yesterday it was like fucking nuts there wasn't a cloud in the sky was it nice beautiful was it, yeah beautiful down here too yeah yeah it was nice the only thing is i think uh it was like one of those like i think punxatani phil might have been might have been off. What did, he, did he call for six more weeks of winter? Yeah, he sure did. I mean, yeah, fuck, well, fuck that groundhog. That groundhog sure doesn't know shit. Stupid fucking land beaver. He doesn't know jack shit. <laughs> I mean, because uh, I well, not to not to turn this into the weather conversation, but yeah, I mean, it's it's warming up, snow's melting, spring's coming. Um, it's just crazy. I mean, think back, like think back the last year, Ben. Just just. Try and try and in your mind process the whole last year. And that's like one of the great things. I think you texted me. Yes, that was one other thing. It was early in the morning. I was up early. Yeah, you talking about me, was this Tuesday or Wednesday? This being our journal, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a audio journal of you know, obviously not everything that happens, but it gives, you know, um, like some some way to keep track of like everything that's going on in your life because you know what you talk about on the podcast you can kind of like remember like where it coincides with what was going on in your life and I remember when we first started this um yeah Tuesday 6 5 a.m my man I don't think we realize or truly appreciate what we were doing the Sunday convo is our journal just think when we were old how happy we'll be to have what we have it's our fucking campus, Leonardo da Vinci spell check. Let's paint. <laughs> but you did spell da Vinci right. Um, yeah, you did. Uh, 
but like I remember, I remember when we were doing, you know, when we were, for, and, and we've told a lot of like the same bullshit about when we were first starting this, but you know, obviously as the beginning of this podcast kind of coincided with, um, with coronavirus or the onset of coronavirus, like, dude, I remember going to get a coffee on Saturday mornings, you know, when we would start recording and, and you like, couldn't. I couldn't get one because all the <laughs> coffee shops were fucking close. Like, and I remember, I remember I had to walk to Panera, which was, you know, probably five, I remember six that. blocks, five, six blocks from my old apartment. And that Panera is now closed permanently. My coffee shop, my little coffee shop, my neighborhood shop is closed out of business. Well, they sold, they sold the business, but they're closed, you know, and, and I just, but I remember that. I remember walking around the city first thing in the morning. I remember one, I stopped, there's this, there was this little restaurant owned by this like Middle Eastern guy right around the corner from my old apartment called Chaps. And uh, he did breakfast sandwiches. And so one day we were recording and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna get a breakfast sandwich. He's got coffee. I'll grab a coffee one right there. Got home, breakfast sandwich was fucking terrible, but everything else around me was fucking closed. And, and uh, you know, just little things like that. And then, you know, kind of just, uh, you know, how much it changed. Obviously we're, we're much closer to being back to normal now than, than we were back then after the two weeks of flattening the curve, 50 weeks later. Um, but uh, it's, but you're right. It's just this like audio journal of kind of like the last year of our lives. And to think, you know, where I, you know, knowing myself where I was personally a year ago and then, you know, where I am now, I mean, the difference is night and day. It doesn't feel like it, you know, it doesn't feel any different, but all those little steps along the way in increments have added up to a year later. Now, like looking back on it, it's like, yeah, it's fucking, it's been a crazy, crazy journey of a year, regardless of COVID or not. Oh, totally, man. Totally. And uh, it's also like, it's a good, I mean, I think the other cool thing is like, truly does it feel like a year to you no feels no like, feels like a month right so there's another thing it's like the perspective of okay dude now we just cooked for an entire year you know and it doesn't feel like that so if that's not a an absolute like um i guess what's the word i'm looking for like a trigger to like like i guess trigger a feeling of like dude there's only like, I guess, so much time, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yep. there's, if you're going to, if you want to do something or, or, you know, you, you're, you know, intrigued about something in life, like just, you got to start, you know what I mean? Yep. And it, it, you gotta just do it because next thing you know, dude, I mean, I can't tell you, it's like, you know, the amount of shit that has passed me by and the shit that I've done this year, you know, that I've just been like, whoa, like, you know, it's really been eye opening to me in terms of like realizing like what, you know, obviously the, the purpose of like life is, you know what I mean? It's like, we just lived through the weirdest, wildest time. And like, we're, we're, I don't want to say like losing our freedoms daily, but you know, with, with all the, you know, different stuff going on in the world and, and, you know, it's like, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's, it's obviously, it's very, it, it's a new 
like weird time to be alive. Like obviously this is just a completely random, you know, comment, but like, so I'm, I was skiing on Thursday and I was in the singles line and um, basically in years past, it almost seems like there's been less traffic on the ski mountains because just say it's a lift and there's six chair, you know, it's a six seat lift, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in years past, you got, you got your lift, your lift line attendants. They're they're, they're every chair they're filling up. So they're taking, you know, a group of two, a group of three and a single boom, full lift. You know what I mean? And in mm. doing so it's keeping the traffic at the bottom of the mountain, you know, lighter. So now in the era of like coronavirus, you're, you're only allowed to be on the lift with people in your party. Yep. And then if it's like two separate parties, you have to sit on like the opposite sides of the chair, whatever that means. You know what I mean? So obviously there's, there are people who, you know, it seems to be like a known thing or, or like a, a, a normal thing now where the lift, the lift line attendant asks the group, Hey, would you mind riding up with someone? Yeah. And now if it's, it could be one person and they could say no. And that per and they go, okay. So they let them go. So now there's one person going up on that chairlift. Mm. You know what I mean? So now one person riding the chairlift instead of six creates a clusterfuck at the lift line. Now you have, you know, 1500 people standing there waiting 25, 30 minutes in, in, you know, a lift line. It's like, what the fuck? It's, everybody's in the same exact area. You know, I don't care if everyone's wearing a mask, you're breathing, you know what I mean? You're breathing in other people's shit. I get it's outside, but just like, you know, it's like, it's almost like, it's like, Hey, you don't have to go with anybody on the lift, but you can just stand near more people down here low. So the point of this story was at one point yesterday or, or Thursday, the lift, the lift line attendant, he comes up to me. I'm in the singles line. He's like, Hey, do you mind riding up with someone? I'm like, not at all. Don't mind at all. And, uh, so then he goes to the guy behind me. He's like, uh, Hey, do you mind riding up with someone? And the guy goes, no, not at all. He's like, I'm vaccinated. I'll anybody that wants to come with me, I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, I get like, yes, you're vaccinated and you got the vaccine, but that's where we're at now in life. Like it's, you know, jump for joy. Like, you know, yee hurrah. Like I'm vaccinated. Like, yeah, they, they jammed a needle in me with shit that, you know, they made up in fucking three months and who the fuck knows what, you know, is going to be the long-term effects of, of this vaccine. But you know, yay, yippee, kaye, hurrah, like give it to me and I'm good now. And it's just like, it, we are living in a world that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, even if you are, if that dude was vaccinated, like, you know, now, like, it's a, it's a, like, it's like, Hey, I got a new car, like check out my car, you know, or like, you know, it's like, I, I got a new material good. Check it out. It's like, I got vaccinated. Tell the world. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, like, I guess I don't really know kind of where I'm going with that other than it just doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. Like zero sense. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I'm at the point <clears throat> where and I, there's I want to backtrack on something you said a little bit, but um, I'm at the point where I don't even care anymore. I, I'm not, it's not worth getting upset over anymore because, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, this is our reality. You know, I just, I, while you were talking, I have, I went on the CDC's website to see what we're up to in flu cases for the flu season this year. And we're, we've crossed over 1400 finally, um, you know, 35 million from 2019 to 2020. And then uh, from 2020 to 2021, we're up to 1400 total for the whole country. So. Oh shit. 1400 cases. Yep. Yeah. Down, down 99.99999% from the year before. I mean, (laughs) what are the odds of that? (laughs) Uh, But like, I, you know, I look at that and like, you know, in, I've, I've heard people openly discussing it and say, you know, oh, well, you know, the masks are, you know, the masks are effective. And, and so just like in my head, I'm like, it, you know, okay. So if the, the masks are effective enough to stop 99.9999% transmission of the flu, which has been around forever, why haven't we just been wearing masks the whole time? Like that seems like we could have eradicated the flu years ago, but and there's pharmaceutical companies that have flu vaccines that come out every year because every year there's a new flu shot because every year there's a new flu strain because every year because we have a vaccine it helps push the strains evolution along which therefore makes the old strain or i'm sorry the old vaccine not effective anymore and so we're kind of manipulating the flu virus and changing it annually but i mean besides all that besides all covid and all that shit and how weird the, the last year has been um what you were saying though about like if there's something you want to do in your life and and you know you're waiting for whatever reason like like that's the ultimate truth right there you know you and i were preaching it very early on like use you know covid to be productive use quarantine when you know everybody was quarantining like be productive like you know find a new hobby find a new passion find something you want to learn about and and you know push yourself towards it and you know, because we do this, we had to hold ourselves accountable. And, you know, I look back on the last year for myself personally, it's like, I'm more financially savvy and stable than I've ever been. Um, you know, over the last few months, I've been really working on my diet and, and, you know, what I'm putting in my body. Um, and I've noticed major changes in my body. Um, you know, work, I worked the entire time and didn't stop once and, and, you know, made more money last year than I ever had at work. And, you know, so like all these little things and then they all just kind of couple together and you realize all the changes you're making. And while that seems scary at the same time, it's like, wow, this is really dope that I'm making all these changes all at once. And you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And I look back at like where I am now from where I was a year ago and it's night and fucking day. And like part of that is, you in this podcast, you know, pushing me to keep doing it. But at the same time, it was just that addiction to like pushing my life further. And I mean, you know, look at where you were a year ago, a year ago, you were in, you know, living in Texas and, and, you know, working at the store and helping Trev out. And then, you know, and you ended up traveling the fucking country, you know, all summer long and, you know, being a, being a ranch hand in fucking Wyoming and, you know, like it, you just like all those things coupled together, all like, changed who we are as people and a year later looking back on it's like a lot of fucking shit that happened over the last year tons dude 
tons of stuff like you know uh, you know a book worthy amount of of shit you know for for any you know both of us and it's like everybody's at different spots in their life and you know what i mean it's just like it truly is like a like the the no better time than now like like uh statement or whatever like motto it's like dude you know if if uh yeah basically i think it's 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 very it, it it's helpful like mentally i think you know obviously you know even even during all this you like you know there's there's been times you know it's not all obviously groovy i mean dude there's it's tough dude i feel like probably everybody within the last year has had some you know major like spells or or you know battles with with some anxiety or, sure. or depression or, or you know what have you just because um just the sheer like like new realities that that everyone's kind of like had to deal with like you know what i mean it's just like you know it's just it's wild and then like you know to think like perspectively you know what i mean like how how other people have you know like lived their entire lives like the other day i saw like it's like random but like some you know on facebook someone someone had like typed in like um you know, it's, it's so crazy. I would have given anything to be able to, to like wear a mask in when I was in school type of thing, like, cause you know, to cover their, you know, a acne or, or oh, oh, oh. you know what I mean? Like whatever, just like, you know, just so like everybody is living in, you know, a different world. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like here, you know, we got, you know, 7 billion people with 7 billion different thought processes and like different you know chemical balances in their brains and yep. now it's like why can some guys you know huck off a 70 80 100 foot cliff you know on skis or something and you know it's like other people are 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 nervous to stand on a ladder 10 feet off the ground you know what i mean it's just like um everyone's wired differently and it's just like if everybody like it's impossible for for everyone to kind of like have similar emotions and like you know you know everybody's their own person so it's like you know that's eye-opening to me i guess you know in a sense of just like well, it, dude. It, it, and not and not to interrupt but like also like ben like and, you know, it's not something that we've talked about a ton in the podcast, but, you know, between you and I, we've both had a lot of family stuff going over the, on over the last, the last year. And like, so, you know, I would say for me personally, the last 52 weeks has been one of the best years of my life, you know, minus, minus obviously the social element. I've had better years when it comes to the social element of my life, but, but taking that out, the last 52 weeks have been awesome. The way my life has progressed. I'm very happy with it. But the counterbalance to that, because life is all ups and downs, is that like, yeah, there was a lot of ongoing and, and still is ongoing family stuff that's happened for me that, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to air out on this podcast because, you know, there are certain things about our lives that, 
you know, we like to keep private and, and it's not our business to air out necessarily. Um, but like that, so, so the point of that being is that like, even though in reality, I didn't have a lot of my own stress and anxiety, you know, I had a lot of stress and anxiety about other things that I wasn't in control of. And so like, that's why you kind of have to find that balance of like appreciating what you have, regardless of whether life is good or bad, because, you know, even when you're up, there's going to be things that are going to be dragging you down. And, and when you're down, you got to find the stuff that's going to bring you up because otherwise you're just going to, you know, wallow away. Forever. What was that? What's that quote? Uh, what movie is that? When you're up, you're Blow. up. Yeah. From Blow. Uh, yeah. When, when you're up, you never think you'll be down again. Fuck, hold on a second. Blow. When you're flush. God damn it. I, I just, I fucking read this like. Sometimes you're flushed and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you'll be up again, but life goes on. Right. And it truly does. And, uh, you know, it's, um, it's a beautiful thing. Um, I think, and that's like, you know, so here we are talking, you know, and I like, we've said it before, we'll say it again. It's, 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 uh, every single fucking person is dealing with shit. And uh, so, you know, it's like, there's another thing, another reason just to, you know, I know it's, it's a very like talked about thing and it's a hard thing to like practice, but you know, you truly, you truly don't know, you know, what's going on in anyone's life. So um, obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying it's like, I've been this like perfect human and like um, <clears throat> really just um, ex accepting and, you know, affectionate towards every other person. You know, I can't say that one bit, like, you know, there's times when I've been an absolute fucking douchebag and, you know, whatever, like meaning just not thinking, you know, and that's all part of life. You know, it's like, you can look back and, and all you can really do is just like, you know, move forward and like, okay, Hey, I'm not going to do that. And if, if yep. you know, you know, maybe it's like, if you did something truly harmful, it's like, you know, you apologize and, uh, you know, kind of just move forward and, and just know, not, you know, <laughs> know that basically you don't know what the fuck is going on for, for anybody. So, well, and like, I, I think there's a lot of, truth to what you just said and and i think you know and this you know this is a this is a episode of the sunday conversation that's a little bit you know off kind of what we've been doing the last few weeks but it's good i like it um like you have to also find the ability to be truthful with yourself you know what i mean like like you just said like you know you've been an asshole and a douchebag to people and and i certainly have myself too. I mean, don't people don't forget, you know, Ben once blocked me on Instagram because I made fun of his pants. So like I've been an asshole too. Uh, <laughs> but, but, um, but like, it's, it's not, it's not even just about that because everybody does it at some point, but it's, it's having the ability to go back afterwards and look at a situation and realize like, yeah, I was at fault here. Like this was my fault in this situation and not be one of those people that rationalizes and puts blame on other people to appease your own feelings of guilt. Like, you know, if, if everybody kind of just owned their shit, the world would just be a better place. You know, people wouldn't, people would stop being such douchebags to each other. And I know 
from myself personally. I mean, ask anybody that knew me in high school, I was a total asshole in high school. And, and, you know, and looking back on it and doing the self-analysis, it's like, well, it's cause I had tons of anxiety about like my place and what the future held and, and, you know, my own social standing and all that stuff. And, you know, there's so much pressure on high school kids. So like, I look back on it and it makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make anything I ever did. Okay. But, you know, I was a total di- dickhead back then. I mean, it just, it is what it is. But you learn, you grow, and you keep pushing yourself, like we've been saying. It's getting a little redundant. But, you know, you just keep pushing and keep learning and growing. And, you know, just treat people decently, you know, and just don't be a fucking asshole. Just don't be an asshole. It's as simple as that. Totally, man. So now it's like, fuck, year in. We got to, uh, we got to keep her going. You know what I mean? We got to, like, you know, basically reevaluate everything we're talking about here and it's like we gotta fucking stay true to ourselves and you know it's like uh we can sit here and preach and and do all this and say this and that and uh but it's like at the end of the day just remember i guess like in doing your preaching and i'm not just i'm not saying like us i'm just saying in general it's like you know the other day i was having a conversation with you know two of our two of our friends and uh basically like we were talking about whatever investing and and yada yada money and 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 you know being free all the greatest hits right you know and uh you know it's like yeah like you start talking and and like you know one of our boys was like joking like hey ben you got some pretty good ideas here like you should start a podcast and so then like you know, I was like laughing and, and whatever. And we, and we went on our way, but then on the, on the flip side, like right after it, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, fuck dude, like, yes, you can go, you could just like right now you could just like leave it at this and, you know, say, you know, it is what it is and leave like the thought in their mind that like, Oh yeah. You know, Ben's, Ben's like crushing it and all this right now. But like, I'm like, wait a second. Like, so I texted him back. I'm like, yo guys, like straight up. I'm like, you know, you know, whatever we we just talked about is like legit shit, but like, you know, that's like fucking surface level stuff. You know, it's, it's not all fucking rainbows and butterflies. Everybody's dealing with, with something in life. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's like, appreciate you guys for, for who you are, you know what I mean? As, as friends and everything, but it's just like, you know, it's, it, everything is relative, you know what I mean? So it's like, if you, if you sit on a fucking high horse and don't, you know, I guess like in a sense, like bring yourself down and just think like you're this fucking person. It's like, you're, you're going to end up like, not like you're not living truthful. You know what I mean? It's just like, so you're talking about like, you know, it's like be true to yourself. You know what I mean? It's like being truthful. It's like, dude, that's the way to go because you know, you sit here and, and you fucking pump yourself up, you know, against, you know, your, your buddy. And like, really in, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, fuck dude, that this is not, you know, 
you know, it's like, and, and like, for example, like we talked about like Instagram, you know what I mean? Instagram is not the truth. Like we know this. Yes. It's fun to fucking, you know, post pictures of fun, you know, cool shit that you're doing. But a lot of times it's like, it's not the, it's not real. You know what I mean? It's like, so once again, leading back to, it's like, I think if you live with that, like truth, you know, and like just being true, it's just like, it's easier. You know what I mean? And then you're not as stressed out about like, well, fuck, now I got to fucking pretend, you know, and show the world that like, I'm really doing this and that and all this stuff to like, you know, make it seem that like, you know, you're like practicing what you preach rather than just like fucking, you know, don't get ahead of yourself. And it's like, you can just live, you know, and it's like, yeah, well, and, and like, stay and just stay the course, man. I mean, you know, I don't think anything you and I have done over the last year has been revolutionary. You know, it's it was realistically changing our mindset and then letting the rest kind of fall into place from there, making those little changes that amount to big changes, right? Like you hear people say that shit all the time. The journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, like all that shit, all those cliches. Um, yeah, smart goals. Smart goals, right. But 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 then you look, though – at how much can actually be accomplished in a year and you're like, holy shit. But that's like the thing is like, you keep everything in perspective. Don't, you know, don't get, to, you know, don't put the, what's the expression? Don't put the cart before the horse. Like, you know, you, you have to keep things in perspective, be truthful for yourself, be honest with yourself, but also like go easy on yourself. Like it's not, nothing gets done overnight. Like you just got to figure it out step by step and you're going to make mistakes and mistakes happen and don't let that discourage you. But like, you know, like you said, like, you know, I talk to, I talk to people all the time about investing and, and that's become my thing. And like, ironically, like people text me for advice all the time. I constantly have different people texting me for advice, which is humbling. It's very humbling that people think that highly of my opinion, that they look for advice from me. Um, especially because like, I'm no fucking genius, you know, but, uh, I'm but no one cool. is, it's like, it's like fucking, you know, or I know yeah, that is <laughs> pretty damn close to, for all you who didn't really hear that. But, uh, you know, it's like, who's to say that, you know, it's like fucking, you know, Bernie Madoff was, you know, a fucking genius, you know, at one point, you know, Oh, this guy's a fucking jillionaire. Like he's a genius. You know what I mean? But deep down it's like, there you have it. Not truthful. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, so, um, meaning you say, you know, like who's to say my opinion means anything. It's like, well, fucking your, your opinion completely means something because everybody's opinion means something. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and it's like, you very well could fucking be, you know, the next Warren Buffett. You know what I mean? That, that we don't even realize it because you're just, you know, doing your thing and fucking, learn like you know it's like there's always more than one way to do something you know what i mean and it's like you know yeah man i mean listen i'm just glad that that we're still doing this a year later that uh, you know because there was periods throughout where i was like you know how long are we going to be able to do this for like you know because if you obviously when we were starting this podcast I'm sure you, the same as I did a ton of research and reading online and, and, you know, one of the most common, um, one of the most common themes I would see in doing research would be like, you know, it's hard to come up with ideas. The hardest part about doing a podcast is it's hard to come up with ideas. And like, 
there's definitely truth to that because when we were like trying to force ideas out there, like there was times where it was like, what are we going to talk about this week? It was like, who the fuck knows? And, and you know, now we come in with no plan whatsoever and somehow end up with 45 minutes worth of conversation out of it. But, um, but you know, even that right there, like that's the expansion of our mindset. Like our, instead of, you know, episodes one through 10, when it was, you know, what are we going to talk about? Let's, we got to find stuff to talk about. We got to force this shit out. We got to, you know, try and give our opinions on things that we don't actually care about, you know? And then when we scrapped all that, you know, you kind of find like, this was what the kind of Sunday conversation was before it was a podcast. I mean, it was you and I talking on the phone while I'd be walking the dog, you know, about whatever, you know, obviously we had some, some themes, but for the most part, it was just kind of a conversation about whatever. And we would talk every Sunday and, and what this podcast has turned into was exactly what you and I used to do every Sunday. And that was the whole point. And so, you know, I'm thankful for, for you, for, for, you know, pushing us to actually do it because, you know, without you, it doesn't get done. Uh, I'm thankful that, you know, you never let me took a week, take a week off. You know, there was, there was one or two weeks in there where I was like, ah, I could probably, we could probably take a week off and we never did, which was great. I'm glad. And, uh, you know, I'm super thankful to the people that listen. It still blows my fucking mind that people actually listen to us talk. Yeah. People listen to us. And then on the flip side, you know, it's like, now it's like, dude, I feel like even more and more people bring it up. You know what I mean? Now yeah. we're at episode 52. Haven't missed a week. You know what I mean? Joe Rogan's at episode 1160 or something. You know what I mean? He's same shit. It's like fucking, you know, you said before, it's like who listened to, you know, episode one through 50 sure. of Joe Rogan's podcast. Who knows? Regardless, it's like, look at it in different ways. Like, okay, Hey, Aaron, it's a journal for our life. Yeah. Now you start to think about it. Like, okay, you know, it's not, it's one, it's one day a week. It's one day a week. You know, it's like, we talk about whatever. We don't have a plan. We start talking next thing you know, it triggers a, you know, a memory, a story, a something. And you know, you go with it. And then all of a sudden during that story, Another one triggers. Yep. Now, you know, 10 minutes turns into 20 minutes, turns yep. into 30 minutes to 45 minutes to, all right, dude, this is, sounds good for this week. You know, let's wrap yep. it up. And, uh, but um, even though, or regardless of all that, it's like fucking 52 episodes in a row. Definitely redundancy. Sure. You know, but then on the flip side, it's like, not, you know, I bet you there's besides like maybe you or I, maybe there might be a few. I'm curious if we got anybody that's listened to every episode. Oh, uh, I think, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like, even so it's like, we don't have three episodes of week of redundancy. Sure. You know what I mean? By the time it's next week, you know, it's like people kind of, I don't want to say like, forget what we talked about last I week. I mean, I forget what we talked about. Right. Right. So there you have, it. it's like, you know, it's still obviously we feel the stuff that we're talking about. It's important for us. You know what I mean? Meaning it's, it's, it's obviously pushing us to be better people or, yeah. or whatever. So, um, yeah, man. I, and I, I really did. I really did like that perspective of looking at it. Like it's our like audio journal that we're keeping for ourselves of, you know, in, in 
there's something kind of cool about that. Cause I was never like a, you know, a diary or a journal keeper or anything like that. And, and, you know, you, like you were saying, we're, you know, we talk to each other and the stories kind of just roll out. I mean, a, there's like a, there's, it wouldn't be an episode 52 without it. There's a level of like, that's just how the boys are in the locker rooms, right? Like, you know, you've been there a million times. Like you sit there and you just shoot the shit and tell stories. And like, that's oh, the totally. best thing about being a hockey player is like storytelling with the boys for sure. hundred fucking percent. And then it's like, so I'm up in Vermont this week and I'm, I'm hanging with my buddy and um, he's got, you know, like two, two people, he, he, that live right there at the, in the apartment, these older guys, right. That, you know, he's been friendly with for, you know, 30 fucking years or, mm. or whatever. And it's like, dude, they have a ski, a, a ski little brotherhood, right. They've probably told the same stories 50,000 times. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. That, it, it doesn't like, that's what it's about because They've told the story 50,000 times because every time they've told the story, some new person has heard it. You know what I mean? They're not just sitting there. You know, it's like, this isn't just you and I telling a story back and forth to each other. And it's like, Hey Aaron, yeah, you you already told me that one. Yeah. Right. No, it's like, (laughs) I've heard that one before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we know they're fucking funny. Yeah. We laugh every time, you know, or, or whatever it may be. And then, you know, somebody else hears the story or, you know, and the next thing you know, it's like, how do, how does old folklore get passed down from, you know, one generation to the next? It's like, if you're not sitting there, you know, taking knowledge or information from, you know, whoever it is you're talking to that's older, more knowledgeable, more wise than you, it's like, you're going to fucking die without that information in your head, whether it's irrelevant or not. It's like, you'd almost rather have it, you know, it's like, same reason why anybody here that has a fucking grandparent, and I say anybody here, anyone that's listening, that has a grandparent that they regret not asking them a question, yeah, and and they're and they're now passed away. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, there's that's... never um like that now is more important than ever to to you know get knowledge from you know older older generations like i was driving through castleton and uh i'm like sitting there thinking like how many times in college did i sit like did i drive down the road and all over vermont there's these like these like it's like almost like a street lamp like a metal post but it's like a green sign with like gold writing and it tells like a little bit of like a little piece of history yep i mean like this was a spot of, you know, the Hubberton battlefield. There was a fucking battle here and, you know, 17, whatever, and, and yada, yada, yada. So, like, I'm driving through Castleton, and it's such an old, old, old town, old mill town. You know, ca- the, the university was uh, founded in 1787. It's one of the oldest wow. schools in the country. And it used to be like a teacher's college and it, you know, it's like changed names like six times over the years and all of a sudden, all this stuff. But it's like, how many times am I concerned about like the history of Vermont driving, you know, home from the rink back to school? Not many. It's like, I'm concerned about the party, what we're doing. You know what I mean? It's like running the umbrella on the power play, (laughs) you know, 
why the fuck did, you know, did coach take me off this line? You know, it's like, you know, anything, you know, a million different reasons. It's like, when in reality, it's like, holy shit. He's like, dude, history is history. You know, it's like, you're, you know, people just kind of get lost in the sauce and it's like, fuck, you know, there's cool shit out there that we don't even know about. So those who ignore history are doomed to repeat it, Ben. Fuck, dude. Winston Churchill. Just kidding. Churchill didn't actually say that, but every time I say that quote, I attribute it to Winston Churchill because it seems like something Winston Churchill. V is for victory. V is for victory. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap us up with one story because I said I was gonna tell it two weeks ago and I haven't told about oh, the homeless guy. Me. Perfect, perfect. So <clears throat> this was uh, pre-pandemic. Um, Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was because it was the football season of twenty nineteen into twenty twenty. The Patriots were playing the Eagles on a Sunday afternoon. And uh I went and watched the game as I usually did at bar. Um shout out my people at bar. I was there last week and uh God, I missed that fucking place. Um and uh, the game ends, you know, I was watching it with uh, my buddy Elliot who I bartend with and then, and then my other buddy Kev and, and his girlfriend, um, also uh, a kid I was bartending with pre pandemic. And, uh, so I'm walking home. My apartment's like three blocks up the street from bar. Uh, my old apartment building was like a, a an old kind of Victorian looking house that had been converted and had five units in it. And, you know, my apartment was a fucking shoebox on the second floor. And uh, as I'm walking up, you know, we have a front porch where the, the doors on each side are. And uh, I'm walking up the front porch and I noticed that down the right side of the building where there's a walkway down into the backyard, there's a dude like standing in the walkway. And obviously I know everybody that lives in the building. There's only five apartment units. This guy did not live in the building. So I yell down to him, you know, I've had a few few pops and I have a liquid, some liquid courage. And I, you know, I shout out, I'm like, hey, you going, what are you doing, man? And he's like, oh, I got to take a piss. I'm like, well, it's my backyard, bro. You can't take a piss back there. You got to get the fuck out of here. So, you know, he kind of slowly wanders out of the backyard and leaves, right? Don't think anything of it. Okay. Fast forward. A couple weeks later, a couple weeks later, I get home from work. Again, I'm going up the front porch. I see this fucking dude in the backyard. And um, so I scream out to him. I'm like, yo. What the fuck, man? Like, you got to get the fuck out of here. And he's, you know, kind of mumbling or whatever. After, you know, a minute or two, he finally leaves. Again. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? So fast forward another week. This is when I was bartending. I get home from work on a Friday night. Keep in mind, everybody who's ever bartended knows you usually get after it after you're done with your shift. We close up the restaurant, have a couple pops. A couple cocktails. I get home around 3.30 in the morning or so, right? So, you know, obviously it's late, but you're kind of wired. And so I go to take Sasha. I come out in the backyard. Now, the backyard was pretty dark. There was like a floodlight that was like motion sensor floodlight. But like, you know, it turned off after like 20 seconds. It wasn't, wasn't anything great. So I'm out there with Sasha. We're in the backyard. And she, she's so fucking sharp, this dog turns around on a dime and all of a sudden her hair's standing up and like she's usually pretty good when when she smells something or she's like she, there's usually something there and i see this fucking shadow like under the back deck 
And so like I turn my flashlight on on my phone, I walk up and it's this fucking guy again. And it's 3.30 in the morning on a front, you know, Saturday morning. And I'm like, and she, and so Sasha starts going fucking ballistic. She's barking her head off. And I'm usually I would stop her, you know, I'd have her sit down and stop and, and, but I'm just letting her fucking go nuts. Cause at this point I'm pissed about it. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, Oh, I needed somewhere to go to the bathroom. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to let her go. And she's going to fucking tear you to shreds. I'm, and I'm not even fucking kidding. And for anybody listening, I know that sounds insensitive, but like, this is new Haven. Like, and people do get murdered here. And, you know, I live in a building that, you know, had three younger women in it too. You know, I, I, I'm not as concerned about my safety, but you know, just in case one of them is coming home from a friend's house or something, this dude's, you know, who knows what this dude's capable of. I mean, he's hanging out in our backyard at four o'clock in the morning, could be capable of anything. So I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to let her go after you. And so, you know, he leaves. Fast forward another couple of weeks. This one's the best Friday morning. 6 a.m. Okay. Pre-COVID, we used to have sales meetings at our office at 8 a.m. So you have to be at the office between 7.30 and 7.45. And so I would get up around 6, take Sasha out, do my routine, you know, head to the office for, for uh, the meeting. I'm walking Sasha down the backyard at 6 o'clock in the morning. And this motherfucker comes around the back of the building with a woman with a woman who looks just as disheveled and, and not put together as he is. And this time I don't even say anything. Cause I'm just like, what the fuck? Like what is going on here? And so I keep seeing this guy hanging around the building and I cannot figure out why for the life of me. Okay. So across the hall for me at the time was uh, a, a Yale law school graduate who is now an author uh, Colson. If you ever hear this man, you know, it's great living across the hall from you. And in his building, or I'm sorry, in his apartment, he had two girls living there. There was a, uh, a German girl who was uh, going to Yale Divinity School, and then another girl who was, I believe, an art student at, the, at Yale. And so the apartment underneath me was a two-bedroom apartment that had been vacant since the summer. And uh, so they decided to move from upstairs to downstairs, have their own space, I guess. So the weekend they're moving in, you know, I'm doing my normal routine. I'm going to the gym or whatever. And I come out on the front porch and they're moving stuff in and I'm friendly with them. So I'm like, you know, you guys need any help? Let me know. And they're like, no, but like, there's a guy in our apartment. I'm like, what do you mean? There's a guy in our apartment, in your apartment. They're like, there's a homeless guy in our apartment. And all of a sudden it starts to fucking click. It all starts to click in my head. I'm like, that motherfucker. I knew something was up. So I'm like, well, is he still in there? They're like, no, he like, he scurried out the back door and left. Cause each of the units, each of the units had a back door that led into a back hallway. That's important for the story. The back hallway leads down into the basement where the water from the dryer. Are. So I go around the building and start investigating. I've got my best, you know, uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes hat on. I walk over to the side of the apartment We've and I Har Harriet the spy over here. Yeah, right. Exactly. What was, uh, what was it? Was that the kid spy? What was the kid spy? Those books. Um, I spy. Hmm, I don't remember. Anyways, I go up around the fire escape and I look and sure enough, one of the screens on the window is slit and I'm like, Oh, okay. Here's how we did it. He opened, he, you know, he slit the screen, pulled it out. And then the girls that moved out of that place were moved out in the middle of the summer. So if you're the landlord and you've got a vacant apartment in the middle of the summer, you're obviously not air conditioning it. But if you leave the windows closed, you run the risk of you know, smells popping up and all that shit. So if you show the apartment, it might smell. So 
they must have left the windows unlocked and open. And so this dude slit one of the screens, opened the window and crawled in. And that's how he got in. So now you're thinking, okay, well, how's he getting in and out of the building? Cause all the doors lock from the outside or, you know, lock from the inside. Once you leave, they lock, you know, they don't stay open. So I go down and I, I know the layout of this building pretty good. And I, I go down to the, basically like the walkway, like the, um, like where there would be a, uh, a storm door or whatever. And uh, sure enough, the, there's a door down there that's just cracked open. And I'm like this mother, cause it's a door nobody used because there's a door on the porch that leads into the stairwell that if you're coming in through the back, that's the door you use. But this dude, give him props, left the door to the basement open. And if he left the door to the basement open, then he can get into the back stairwell. And if he can get in the back stairwell, he can get into the apartment because it doesn't, the back doors don't lock because you're already inside the building. So this fucking dude, sure enough, and I'm like, this motherfucker, I'm like, we got to give him credit. Pretty smart guy, pretty smart guy. So I'm like, all right, well, he's gone right now. There's obviously nothing I can do about it. So I go to the gym. I walk to my car, which is on the street. I'm in my car. You know, I'm letting the air conditioning start to crank or whatever. And uh, yeah, I'm probably scrolling Instagram and I look up and I look up and I look, just happen to look at the backyard and I see this fucking dude poking his head around the corner of the building. I'm like, oh my God, he's still fucking here. So I jump out of the car. I go get Sasha. I run down. Uh, Ralph, our maintenance guy who was useless in this whole thing, happened to be there. I'm like, grab Ralph. I'm like, come on, Ralph, let's go. We go down in the basement. This dude had moved his and everything he owned, which wasn't a lie. He was a homeless guy, but moved everything he owned into the basement of the building in the back corner of the building. And like, dude, what really freaked me out about it was that like, you know, he had all this shit in the basement and like, he was obviously like mentally, like, you know, there was definitely a little bit of instability there. Dude, there was times I'd be down in the basement doing my laundry, like with headphones on and shit. Like, you know, imagine this dude just fucking comes up behind me and clubs me in the head or something like yeah, it could have been your, any one of the girls that lives in the building, whatever. So, you know, we, we kind of confront them. Ralph's being all nice. He's like, Hey buddy, you got to get out of here. You know, you got to go. And meanwhile, I've had my history with this guy. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, bro. That's right. You got to get the fuck out. It's kind of an asshole thing in, in hindsight, but so he ends up leaving. And that's the story of the time the homeless guy was living in the apartment underneath me. Fast forward to when I was moving out of the apartment though. I was down in the basement getting something when I was, you know, packing everything up, getting ready to go. And I noticed that like, there was some shit there that hadn't been there before, you know, cause the stuff in the basements, a lot of it's just like shit that gets left behind from other people's apartments or whatever, extra storage. But there was like a new, like fresh set of like garbage bags with clothes in them and shit. And I'm like, I think this fucking guy's back. So sure enough, I go up to the building and I look and one of the basement windows on the, the side of the building, which is definitely big enough to fit a person through their big windows, their plastic like windows was busted in. And I think, I think the day I moved out that he was like back in the moved back in, yeah. <laughs> moved back in. 100%. They're like that fucking asshole. Fucking He's guy. Gone. I can finally get my house back. Oh God. But all right, we're, we've run, we've run real long this, uh, this, this week, but uh, it was worth it. Uh, listen, I just want to reiterate it. Seriously, shout out to everybody that that still listens to this. Um, huge thank you because without you guys, there's there's you know not a ton of a point for Ben and I doing it. But it's super humbling to know that people take you know whatever forty five minutes to an hour out of their week every week to hear us talk and and 
you know, and take some of what we say to heart. Um, it, it's an indescribable feeling. So seriously, thank everybody. Thank our patrons for supporting us, which is a perfect segue to bring up. If you want to support the Sunday conversation podcast, check out our Patreon page. The link is in the Sunday conversation bio Instagram at Sunday conversation. Benny, you got anything you want to add, pal? Uh, no, man. Um, shout out that fucking guy beating the system, that homeless man. Yeah. Um, that's uh that's impressive feat right there. Um, but Hey, I guess, uh, in that situation, you know, survival of the fittest and ain't that the truth, man surviving. So, um, love everybody. Love you. Love you too, buddy. Subscribe, rate, review. I think subscribe, rate, review. Nope. I missed that. Nice job. Way to pick me up. That's why we're a great team, pal. Yep. All right, bro. All right, man. Peace. Peace.